Welcome to the Cafe Dojo. Welcome. So, how are you doing this day, Jacob? I'm doing all right. Had a nap. I feel pretty good. Nice. How about you? Oh, I've got my coffee here, so uh, nice. <laughs> oh, I finished mine before starting. Oh. <laughs> I'm to cool down, but nah. I could make another. <laughs> You're so awake, though. That's the important part. <laughs> the coffee helps you uh, be more awake. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So. So, um, how's things? How, how have things been for you lately? Uh, been all right. <laughs> could be better. Could be worse. Been all right. Been all right. That is all right, mate. Uh, I've been playing a lot of. Um, Elden Ring since it released. It's been that's... all I've been doing. It's it's part of why I haven't been making videos. <laughs> it's been yeah. taking a lot of my time. And... Well, I wonder what, what is Elden Ring even about? Uh, I'm not sure. Um, well, it's a how do I it's an RPG game. Yeah. Uh, set in, you've heard of Dark Souls, right? Yeah, I've played a little bit of Dark Souls before. Yeah, so basically it's that, but newer. <laughs> and well, it's kind of combined with all the uh, similar games known as Souls-like games, which, and it's basically them kind of an amalgamation of all their different, uh, all their different games and what they've learned in the past, and they kind of combine all this stuff to make one grand masterpiece and uh so basically you're a okay. sort of i don't know if you consider him probably not undead but you are i guess a character that was uh honestly i don't know much about the plot so i can't really explain it because i kind of skip over the the like dialogue and stuff honestly or the exposition yeah, so pretty big battle, right? Kind of, yeah, because like I just want to play the game. I just wanted to go swing a sword. So I, I mean, kind of skipped a lot of like the storytelling and stuff. So I don't know a lot about that, but yeah, uh, it is like an open world RPG, and huh. there's a lot of bosses that you have to fight and tough enemies and stuff and areas you have to clear. And, okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. And that's kind of why everyone's playing it because it's like the newest one, and it's it's um, basically like I said, it's like a masterpiece. It feels like it's their masterpiece that they've combined everything that they've done previously to create this uh, grand adventure. Yeah, oh. and. Every time I hear the name, I keep thinking of Lord of the Rings for some reason. I like, yeah. actually thought it was related. Yeah, it doesn't really have no. It doesn't have anything in like connections with it because I mean, um, George R. R. Martin, the creator of um, Game of Thrones or a Game of uh, Thrones, 
Song of Ice and Fire or whatever. It's I don't remember what that what the original book. I think it's a Game of Thrones. Anyway, uh, yeah, that's the dude that he did made some it. of the writing. Yeah, so but I mean, it doesn't really have any correlation to uh, it doesn't have any correlation to um, uh, Lord of the Rings or anything like that. Yeah, or any correlation to Game of Thrones either. Or? Uh, yeah, not Wait. really. It doesn't really. Um, because ah. these elder the Elden Rings is not like a ring that you wear. <laughs> it's not like the One Ring. Ah, got it. So, yeah. yeah, it's not like a thing that you wear. No, it's it's not really like that. So it's it's its own thing. Okay, is it is it anything like a halo ring that you uh, walk around in? No, it's kind of like a. I honestly don't really know what it is. <laughs> yeah. My guess is just like a I don't know a ring in the sky that has some sort of magical significance of some sort. Yeah. That I personally don't really know anything about, but because I'm just like, yeah, I don't care about much too much about story. I, I don't really care for stories in fantasy too much anymore because a lot of it, to me, feels a little generic. Where, yeah, uh, Elder, for me personally. Elder Ring, I uh, I feel like it also kind of falls under that, so I don't really follow the story too much, because I'm like, ah, oh, here we go, another fantasy story where blah blah blah. I don't care about whoever these people are. Shit. All right. So I've seen um, fantasy stories where it's a lot, uh, and then the story wasn't that great, though. Uh, I've seen some stories like that, and, and I feel like the same way. Like, oh, okay, that's a, I don't want to. I don't care. <laughs> Yeah, oh, they're all kind of doing the same thing. <laughs> no, nothing new here. Yeah, it's like you see one fantasy story, you've seen them all. <laughs> That's kind of how I feel sometimes. But uh, but the gameplay and like the, I guess the world is kind of cool. Um, That's really what I care about more. Because at the end of the day, it's just a video game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's what, I, that's what I care about more. Well, it's not just a video game, I guess, but... <laughs> don't let don't let uh, other gamers hear that I've said that. It's just a game. Well, <laughs> but like, yeah, what you talking about? That was my favorite game. I've <laughs> played it ever since 1990 forever. <laughs> yeah, even though it came out only yesterday. <laughs> but yeah, it was. It's ah. really good. It's a good game though. It's solid. Uh, um, definitely feels like a masterpiece and. Um, uh, what I really like about it is it does seem like there's a lot of variability in how you want to play versus the past yeah. games where there was kind of it seemed like there was really mostly only one way to play or at least one way that was optimal compared to the other ways of playing and I think that's what what people have been saying where it feels like it's the it's the best game yeah. that your entry into the series so the first game you play it that one's probably the most noob friendly in that sense but i think the open world kind of makes it harder because it was difficult at first for me to navigate it because you get a map but since nothing's discovered on it and you have to get like map fragments to see the map oh it's that's like, fun it's it's like things are confusing at first and everything's scary because you're weak and everything can kill you easily oh yeah okay um, what Oh, you know what? I don't know if you heard. Um, well, actually, have you ever played 
And just kind of like how story format wise, or like that is fantasy uh, with some uh, like productive uh, stories, like changing stories. Uh, I don't know if you that. Uh, what? Oh, uh, cut out! I like the first part. Played what? Oh, I think you're mumbling. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever played Fallout before? Fallout, yeah. Ah, okay. Because uh, I know that like Fallout, while well, the new one that they came out with, uh, they actually redid a whole lot of things to. And I actually put in NPCs, I think. Um, so, oh, just, there's a whole lot to... 76? Yeah, 76. That's uh, online. Uh, yeah, that's all online. Oh, I played like two minutes of that game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was there in kind of the early days of it, so I, I didn't know much of what to do. Yeah. Um, yeah, and... Uh, somewhat there's supposed to be a completely new thing um, like there's a lot of new story quests and stuff like it's not uh, as empty as it as it used to be I guess uh, as it was I wouldn't call it so empty but I mean it had a lot of stuff to it like a lot of things to fight I guess but I think everybody wanted there to be a little more story though to it because uh, there wasn't a whole there wasn't a, really a big story at all uh, in that game, but that you could just kind of go to different places, and shoot up things, make a group of people, mm-hmm. and I feel pretty. I felt still pretty limited mm-hmm. uh, compared to like Fallout Four, which is amazing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, and then uh, from what I've been hearing, like they've actually like uh, combated that, and uh, they, they've they've actually like combated that, and made a bunch of changes. Oh. Uh, I'm kind of interested to try that again. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of a problem when they try to... Uh, I feel like when games are like survival games or MMOs and stuff like that, or even RPGs, it's hard to... Or any open world kind of thing, it's hard to... You have to like populate it with stuff. You can't just have it be empty because then if it's just empty then it's boring yeah especially if it comes from a game like you know fallout new vegas or fallout 4 for example where the world is alive and there's a lot of stuff to explore right and things to do whereas i don't know it's just kind of it's it's a problem when you try to change that i guess where where when it works and what people expect from you know an already established series and so it's like, oh yeah, we're gonna do a new thing, but this thing is not gonna be like the previous iterations. Then not a lot of people are gonna enjoy it, or at least they're gonna be mad at first. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think like some people were frustrated that there weren't uh, certain things or certain aspects. Like there's a couple of things that are, that are in Fallout 4 that you don't get in Fallout 76. So I mean, some uh, people brought that up as well, and I think I mean the. Uh, game makers were very nice and you know gathered uh, different opinions to try and bring out uh, more of a more Fallout 
like experience with mm. some of these things. Um, yeah, and you know, I mean, we played the forest. Um, I can't remember if we played the forest in its beta or, or maybe like it's one of its final testing uh, versions until it was like an, a finished uh, edition. But I think I think you and me both played uh, the forest when they were still working on it, uh, when they were still yeah. uploading uh, updates and stuff. Yeah, yeah and it wasn't like technically finished just uh, then. Um, I remember there, there being like um, I, I remember there like being a lot of stuff added in. Uh, more and more stuff added into the game like lore wise and uh, what what you can do I guess uh, wise yeah I think it's part of it and why that was more fun I feel like it has to do with our expectations for like a a triple A studio like Bethesda yeah uh Wait, does Bethesda develop it, or are they just the publisher? One of the two. Whoever develops it, I think it's like... Because yeah. Bethesda made Skyrim, right? Yeah, no, I think Bethesda made Skyrim. And... Yeah, yeah, I, mean, I, just, no, I just don't know if they made Fallout 76, for example. But I feel like... Uh, when... Well, I don't know, I don't know if they're the developers or, or publishers or both, but... Um, but... Whereas I feel like the forest, I don't even know who the who is the company that developed the forest, the studio. Uh, yeah, were they, I, are they, I think they're an indie company, aren't they? Actually, um, I I think it was an indie, uh, but I can. So I feel like I feel like uh, that's when they can kind of get away with it. I know when it's like an indie game company, it's fine for them to kind of have games that are in beta but it's it's annoying when like a triple a studio who has like millions um, upon millions of dollar budget and then they still somehow release a game that's like oh it's in its beta and you're like what do you mean you've been working on this for like six years <laughs> right yeah and then you release it in a beta stage like how does that <laughs> which i get it if you're like a small development team but when it comes to like something like Bethesda it's like I expect you guys to release games that are finished even though me personally I don't care I'm just saying that's like what the audience I think typically expects right yeah I mean like uh, even like Valve I guess you know you you think I mean maybe uh, big companies like that would probably have games released like pretty quick and it it would just be like and it's uh, finished uh, finalized product version uh, and like Portal 2 and Portal 1, I don't think you really got early access versions of it, unless if you, you know, like, I uh, got a version of it on, online from early access or something. Mm-hmm. Like, even then, yeah. And actually, The Forest was made by, or the engine for The Forest is Unity. Because uh, Unity, I guess, made that game, or the developer is uh, N Night Games. Mm-hmm. N Night Games is uh that's interesting hmm. sons of the forest oh yeah i know that's gonna be oh. the sequel, upcoming sequel 
dude, what? There, yeah, there's a new game called Sons of the Forest coming out this year. Yeah. Why haven't I heard about this? That's interesting. I, I haven't finished the original, so. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I mean to finish the original. That'd be fun. Dead. Yeah. But I get we can replay that. I get caught up in building, and then I die, and then I lose progress, and then I stop playing for a bit. Yeah, I mean, I looked uh, back into the forest, and it looks like there's a lot that's changed. Yeah. I mean, kind of like build-wise, like uh, the stuff you can build right now. And yeah. I mean, you know, of course they've got a uh, finished story. This is cool. Okay, man. I, would, I definitely want to get back on the forest, though. It, uh, there's a lot of stuff I'm still wondering about. I, like, I don't even know what the finished story really is. So. Yeah. Uh, then I almost, I always kind of wanted to play. Uh, we need to go deeper. Hmm. Yeah, because uh, I feel like that one, it's like it's like 2D uh, kind of game yeah. movement. Um, yeah, maybe if I ever finish the stuff I have to do, sure. But as of now, no. It's also by Unity. I don't want to. Yeah. Right now, I don't want to be starting anything new for a while. <laughs> I have a lot right, of things I need to finish. Yeah, right. But, oh, the developers, Delhi Interactive LLC. That's cool. I don't. Okay. Uh, I don't know what that means. Yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of games out there. What would you consider a game to have though? Or, or like what does a game need to have in order to be a game? Uh it needs to work. <laughs> yeah, because you know, like supposedly the first game is like a Russian uh like rocket taking down system like simulator game yeah. where you it's always a weird thing i always hear something different when whenever i hear uh like everyone says it's pong but then people say pong was like stolen or copied or something i don't know it, yeah. it's always hard to tell like what was the first of this or that or like whenever i look up like what was the first computer for example or when was the internet started it's always like a different answer i'm like what the heck <laughs> <laughs> well, I think the internet uh, is more of a clear answer, but yeah, I never really understand that stuff. But yeah, uh, but yeah, I would say like, hmm, I feel like yeah, a game has to function. That's probably the most important part. It has to be a game that you can physically play and it works. Yeah, like what Todd sure. Howard says, <laughs> it just works. <laughs> it just works. Yeah, I feel like it just has to be functional. That's the yeah, main man. part, and then the story and stuff like that, or graphics and stuff like that, I feel like is secondary. Because, like, for yeah. example, Elden Ring, where I don't care about the story, but I enjoy the game, like the gameplay. Or, like, the I world. Really, I really but enjoy I that know. game. Uh, what is it called? Yeah. What is that game? I forget. <laughs> You forget the name of that game because I haven't played it enough. Uh, but uh, the one one that's uh, medieval and you're sword fighting. Um, oh yeah, Kingdom Come Deliverance. Yeah, Kingdom Come Deliverance. Uh, I really like the way the game plays in that. Yeah. I especially loved like how uh, 
they have like a little gambling table. You can, I don't know, like a little dice game that you play at the yeah, beginning. I play, yeah, I play that a lot. I'm addicted to it. Yeah, I had to play that a couple of times to make enough money to buy something from the store for uh, your for the dad, I think. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, I had to gamble my money in order to, <laughs> to be able to buy something from the store. Huh. It says that in October of 1958 is when the first video game uh, thought to be the... or what was thought to be the first video game was uh, a very simple tennis game yeah Pong <laughs> similar though to the classic 1970s video game Pong oh there was a so there was a Pong before Pong I don't even know what kind of this controller looks like it's an yeah, Xbox it's... controller which is weird yeah, like how weird. does that make sense see I well, heard that it came from a different game so I'm like so then Pong wasn't the first game why did they lie to us <laughs> yeah it says it was a very simple us. tennis game yeah uh physicist William Heinbotham uh created what is thought to be the first video game I, I can't even find a name for that video game though it's just a funny thing what the crap is that oh my gosh before Pong there was tennis for two <laughs> what uh, uh yeah but I guess it's because I guess people have to I think people usually assign whatever is easier to remember uh yeah. for events like the first person to do something probably wasn't the first person to do that thing, but it was the first time it was memorable, maybe. Yeah. Uh... Or it's easier to remember, like, uh... Like, for example, it's easier to remember... I feel like it's easier to remember a... One historical figure who did something, for example, like George Washington in the American Revolution. Even though he yeah. clearly, obviously, didn't do all the work himself, it's just... Be yeah. like one one figure to represent it, so then it's easier for people to remember. Yeah, people would people remember uh, that name a lot more as yeah. person who brought everything together. But there's a lot more hands that were at work there than just him. Yeah, but since it's easier to just assign, I guess a mascot to it, <laughs> essentially. Like yeah, I guess, I guess so. Then. Then to be like, all right, name every American soldier who <laughs> revolutionary soldier. <laughs> like, uh, okay. Yeah. Do you think games copy, or not copy, but you know how there's always this thing that like movies and games they'll always kind of reference to certain things, or you know, people will reference to things they saw in their childhood, you know, because they just just want to shout out to it because uh, how cool it was uh, back then. Yeah. Like, I saw this show, uh, I started a new show, but I think I already finished it because it's a really uh, short show. But uh, I think they straight up had like a, a ring, like looking straight up like how it did out of Halo. Mm -hmm. But I can't tell if I, if I also saw that in Star Wars on something, that there was like a, a ring 
like Halo, but in Star Wars or if it was in this show, I can't tell. Hmm. Um, but that seems familiar to me, though. Like, it, it just, uh, they look like the ring from Halo. Hmm. Which I'm surprised. I don't even know. But a new Halo game already came out, right? Yeah. Halo Infinite. Oh, yeah. Infinite. Uh, a couple months ago. A few months ago. I think it was... Oh, yeah, that's right. I mean, that's... that's November, one maybe? Or no, it was November. It was in November, I believe. Yeah. Because most, most games come out in, like, November. October or November. Oh, do they? A lot, uh, a lot of the AAA uh, games do. I don't really know if there's, like, a specific reason for it. I guess it's just the way the industry operates. Or maybe because it's easier for people. Maybe it's easier for to get people to all come together during some time of the month or something. Because I know, like, for example, a lot of Call of Duty games come out in either October or November. Uh, I believe one time a Call of Duty came out on my birthday or something like that. But, uh... Yeah. Uh... I wonder. You know what? Let me look that up. A lot of those. I a lot of... Is there any new ones? November. Let's take a look. A rotation set for these games, and the publisher has a set schedule with the developers working oh. in the perspective games who put their games out in November. If the game complete early enough, great. There's a new Call of Duty that came out. Well, I mean, I guess you could still call it new because there's that one where they have uh, the zombies that kind of work in a different way than they used to. Um, that most people are used to. I'm sorry, what? Oh, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, there's a, there, there's a Call of Duty game coming out called Vanguard. Uh, oh, that's already been out. What? I'm Is that out already? Yeah, I'm pretty oh, sure. Oh, that was 2021. That was way behind, yeah. And it's very. Uh, I hear about that one. It's very. I don't hear good things about it. Oh. But yeah. I mean, that's to be expected from you know new games of a series that has like what eighty games already. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. How many games of Call of Duty are there? There is a lot. Yeah. That's that. Uh, what's the what? What is it called? Is it series fatigue or something like that? A series fatigue. Or something where, where when you keep like uh showing doing the same thing over and over the audience just gets tired of it Fran- franchise yeah. something like that yeah I, I gotta admit though that um Fran- i think most of the call of duty games have very different stories depending on each game when it came to uh call of duty modern warfare that is my favorite uh couple of call of duties like the one with captain price and stuff like, I love where that story was going. Like, that story was just uh, very unique, it felt like. Yeah. Uh, as well as the uh, Black Ops uh, story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, Black Ops that was probably... Black Ops and Modern Warfare were their biggest. <laughs> yeah. I, I liked some of the newer ones, but yeah, I feel like... I don't know, once, once you peak, it's kind of hard to... Um, I guess it's hard to kind of match that stuff. Yeah, I think it, I think it can be. Uh... Yeah, it's very hard to meet that expectation that you develop when you create something really good. 
Which is why sometimes it's best to just not touch it. Kind of like how they kept making Black Ops games, but I don't even think it was even connected to, like, after Black Ops 2, I don't think it was connected anymore. I don't yeah. know. So I'm like, I mean, he's like, why do they keep making Black Ops if it's not even the same story anymore? Yeah, you know, I, I mean, that is weird. Wrong. I haven't played it. Sorry, what? No, it is weird. I think it's yeah. also kind of weird that they made this one Black Ops game that I played. Or maybe it's just a Call of Duty, but it was some game. It felt so defeated, like, like, um, I can't remember which one it is, but it was like, uh, it looked like everything that they were doing in that game was mostly online, but it was all mostly like a Fortnite themed slash, um, you know, like PUBG themed. They're trying to really emphasize on the popular trend when PUBG and Fortnite came out. There's a couple other games that were doing that battle royale thing with the shield that yeah. closed it in. So apparently, yeah, Call of Duty jumped in on it. And there was just so much stuff that made no sense. And they, they had a prop hunt uh, setting also on that game when you go online. And it, just, it had too much stuff that just didn't make sense. And also, it's Call of Duty. So there was, like, I mean, Call of Duty is doesn't have that many bugs normally. But with this, it had a lot of bugs all over the place, and <laughs> the different game modes was just making it worse. Uh, it made the bugs worse, and I don't even know what to call that. Like, I didn't think it was Call of Duty. I had to keep, I had to, like, read the box information to make sure that was actually Call of Duty that I was oh, playing. Uh, Warzone? Uh, weird. Uh, yeah, I don't know if it was Warzone, but... Uh, yeah, it's kind of weird. Uh... But uh, by by the way, do you think that um, you think it makes sense, or that it's a good idea for shows to uh, try to keep themselves uh, running? Like, you know, sometimes like uh, some shows will like make a comeback, um, and sometimes they'll. Just stick with a, a, fan, a finale episode, but I don't know how I'm trying to say that. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, so there's like some shows that I have no idea. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean, right? I wasn't really following. Ah. <laughs> uh, Okay, so I mean, uh, when it, when a show like keeps going, uh, and then say it has like a, a finale, but then does it make sense for a show to come back? You know, like uh, can a show do that uh, in a good way? Uh, I guess. Yeah, I guess if there was something that was maybe left unanswered. Yeah. A lot of times, I feel like I feel like it's risky though, and most of the time, it probably turns out to be a bummer. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I could kind of think of an example. Uh, 
where some people might disagree because it wasn't really that bad, but I think it was probably a little controversial, but uh, an anime Steins Gate had ended and there was a new season that was like an alternate universe that we got a slight glimpse of in the show originals season. And Deal. It, it wasn't terrible, but there were changes that were made that were kind of weird. And so I and, and plus they explored stuff that I don't think anybody really cared about. <laughs> no, yeah. And so or at least I didn't care about it. Maybe there's a way from the story a little. Yeah, and, and, and the original was amazing. Uh, the show, did I already say it? It was uh, Steins Gate. Yeah. Uh, I know I haven't seen that one, but uh, Steins Gate. Uh, either way, the original, it's really good, but there's like a second season, Steins Gate Zero, which, eh, it's not bad. It's just like, you know, it's, it's just not the same as the original se- season. And, um, and yeah, I feel like that's kind of a problem where they create a finale and they're like, all right, this is the end. And then they come back to like something else. And they're like, that's not what I want. <laughs> you ended the story. I wanted yeah. to be a happy ending. So I feel like most of the time, or they could have finished. I don't know. I just feel like once you say this thing is finished, actually finish it instead of just keep on milking it <laughs> yeah unless unless Man, it's like yeah. unless you establish a certain certain world building that and then you're like okay now we're gonna explore this part of the world that we spent building or this story that we suggested was gonna be important later that isn't the that isn't uh, a direct continuation of this but is maybe like a spinoff for example that was already kind of told in the story. Yeah. You know, I feel like I've seen some shows and movies that um, that they have a, like, you know, a big final ending. This is the end of the show or movie. That's it. Uh, and then they come out with uh, another part to it later on. And I've, I've seen it where, where it goes good or it goes bad. Um, have you ever seen this movie called uh, what was it called? What was it called? Uh, it was an old movie uh, with that. Oh, was it? Uh, it was the it's the, the guy with the with the hump on on his back and oh wait, El Notre Dame or something like that. Yeah, um, back Notre Dame. Uh, Notre Dame. Yeah, I know. There, uh, did you know? Actually, did you know? Like, there's a lot of second movies to the very famous, uh, popular Disney movies. Yeah, some I them... sometimes hear about those. And I'm like, what? There was a second movie? <laughs> oh yeah, and some of them are good, and some of them, like you know, make sense. Some of them really suck. And there was a second movie to Hunchback of Notre Dame. I think it was horrible. <laughs> I think. <laughs> They had no idea what they were doing with the second movie. That they really tried. Like I, I actually like was looking at the story and I was thinking I could have come up with a better second story. Like I, there's so much they could have done better in the second movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just a sucker for some movies though, even if it's like a 
and it, even if it's like Disney or it's like it seems like it's a childish movie like there's always a more mature uh, like kind of subline or like uh, like behind it to like to make it enjoyable so I mean Hatchback of Notre Dame like I really actually did love that movie and I I mean I was kind of surprised when there was a second movie when I saw that there was a second one but it did really suck <laughs> uh, and then there was a sec- there was a second movie to some other uh, famous Disney movie that I thought was actually pretty good uh, actually really good like they didn't ruin it yeah, I know Mulan has a sequel, for example. Uh, I've never oh. seen it. I'm pretty sure it has a sequel. Uh, let me make sure I'm right. I believe it does. I mean, I know that Frozen is probably controversial for a lot of people. Like, I, I personally like Frozen, even though it, like, it might be like a lot of singing, a lot of classic Disney singing and, and stuff. But I mean, I felt like it was actually pretty relatable, and I also thought it kind of felt like they made Frozen 1 in order to make Frozen 2 make sense. Mm-hmm. Like, like they already had the plans for Frozen 2 and they just mm-hmm. needed to make Frozen 1 in order to get to Frozen 2, I think. Yeah. I think Frozen 2 seemed a lot more serious than the first one. Yeah, it, it seems like... I think a lot of the problems is because what they do is since the first movie is, like, open and shut story it's hard how do you how do you transition now to the plot of the second movie if you've already closed off the first one where i feel like it's what they need to do is suggest either for example leave it on a a cliffhanger or some kind of you know suggesting that there is going to be more after this movie in order for the second one to make sense instead of saying Wow, we finished our adventure. That's it, everybody. We live happily ever after. And then there's a second movie, and it's just them doing another random thing. <laughs> oh yeah. So then, it's kinda, I feel like it's kind of difficult to to get people on board with that idea, because it's like it's just like oh, plop us into another issue, and we thought it was over. <laughs> yeah, but then here's something crazy, like guess how many Shrek movies there are? <laughs> Five. See how four or five, I think. No, I think there's four. I'm pretty sure. It's... I, I think, think there's four. I remember hearing like, uh, kind of from the cast or something like that on behind the scenes or something. That when the first Shrek came out, there was no possible way that yeah, you know, there would even be a second movie, or there was not really a possible way that there would be at least so many movies that there were I think it says that there's I remember a lot more Shrek than this there is a lot more Shrek than this isn't there crap there has to be more I mean anyways like it feels like Shrek was uh, had gone on for a long while mm-hmm. like um, and like I, to me it didn't feel like the stories were getting stale at all it felt like the story was still consistently going really well um like they like (laughs) oh yeah you know i thought back about shrek a while ago and i was like thinking like who else has really made a show or i mean who else has really made a movie 
uh, story series like this one because you know it's all things fairy tale and you'd kind of think that uh, you're just making an all things fairy tale kind of story I mean that's not going to be very long that's going to be such a short uh, thing but I mean it's like well, how much can you really even expand on just like storytelling of uh, fairy tales and stuff you know like yeah but I mean surprisingly they kept Shrek going for a long time like I uh, made a lot of different uh, things out of it and it still stayed pretty interesting like through all of it yeah uh, I think it was the fourth one where people stopped caring Shrek 5 is that real? right I've seen like okay. things saying Shrek 5 I think I don't even know if there's talk about making the fifth movie there's the fourth movie yeah, this stuff has to be a joke I don't know I know there's Shrek the fourth forever after or something like that I, yeah. I've never I've never seen that I've only seen like little bits of it but Shrek one through three I remember vaguely uh, and I feel like it's because of the way it was it was where there was this huge fantasy world that we could explore and learn about I guess it made it easier for them to make more than one movie it felt like to me anyway because there yeah. was this huge fantasy world of all these like fairy tales and stuff which was like yeah I want to see what you know I want to see this this more developments in this world and what happens and I guess that's why it got multiple movies and it made sense whereas something like Mulan for example where it's like I couldn't even imagine what the second movie is gonna even would even be about <laughs> oh yeah oh, here's a good one here's a really good one like Finding Nemo like I never even thought they would revisit Nemo and yet they made Finding Dory mm-hmm. which I, I just was blown away because they like I didn't even think there was really a story to expand upon and yet they just uh, you know managed to make more story and it, it was really good yeah i remember that i always I really thought liked it. finding dory was like the fan name for the next movie i thought that was always a joke but i guess they went with it <laughs> yeah because right. i remember people said you know the next one's gonna be finding dory everyone's said that i'm pretty sure as like a joke but then they I actually feel... did it <laughs> dude no way what was You're that like or something Wait, that's Finding Nemo? Wow. Okay, so apparently Finding Nemo made $940.3 million in the box office. Wow. Which is kind of insane. And then you got Finding Dory. Uh, wow, we, we, wow. I feel old. That came out in 2016. Holy crap. Oh my god. god. Finding Dory, $1 billion. $1.029 holy crap that broke it for sure oh my gosh huh. uh, that made a crap uh, that made a whole crap done more than uh, than the first movie which is insane <laughs> but yeah I think that one was pretty good as well yeah because it's like it wasn't it gave us what we wanted what we expected I think that was good because it's like it's not yeah so yeah, I feel like it's really important how you world build in a way that makes it to allow 
or or narratively structured the movie to where you can allow for sequels even if it has nothing to do with the original or isn't necessarily a direct sequel per se yeah or at least the the main character isn't the same main character protagonist i think yeah. you can do, like for example uh finding dory so then for example now i guess dory is the lead and that really uh I feel like the first movie made that to where it was possible that they could shift it like that and it would work. Whereas I feel like... Yeah, like if they made a sequel to one movie that was... You know, had the beginning, middle, and end. And then the sequel is following some side character that had like one line in the whole thing. That would be lame. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, maybe so. Unless I can't, it was... I'm also kind of made it to where uh, oh, yeah. where the world is like oh yeah I want to see more of this world and then there's a lot what of does that, yeah. have, what does this character have to offer and stuff like that I feel like you have to you have to intentionally set it up <laughs> right yeah I actually I'm surprised that there's a lot of there's a lot of movies um, or a lot of stories that have gone for a long while like per se the Incredibles uh, even Toy Story which has really gone on a long time and I feel like they've really done a good job of uh, keeping the story consistent in Toy Story. Mm-hmm. Like, man, that's like, that's part of my childhood. <laughs> and, you know, actually, what was it, Toy Story 4? Or, well, uh, whichever Toy Story was when they were going to the trash dump. I thought that was going to be the last one forever, but then you had that other one that came out like 2019 or 20 uh 2020 or 2019 oh, yeah yeah and i mean that one was even cooler uh, i think uh i've always been liked the toy story movies even the incredibles too this uh, i didn't expect four. they had a really large gap between uh the first incredibles and then the second one like uh there, you know, there was a whole video game that came out, and it's completely different from what the story is in the new Incredibles, the mm-hmm. second uh, one that came out. It's, it's completely different <laughs> with the from the story because uh, I don't even know how it how that really goes through like that because uh-huh. that game was all about the the minor uh, bad guy, which made me. T- bust out laughing well, as soon as I saw it in theaters and and they, they just take out the, the minor like so simple and easy I'm like I had to die so many times through so many levels and, and fight this coal miner so long and yet he, he does this simple thing and it takes out the coal miner like he's nothing my like, gosh he's not even the main enemy he's like he's completely nothing <laughs> I'm like dang okay <laughs> that got me that was funny that was so funny. Oh, one good example of yeah. one a single movie that that you could expand upon was Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Have you watched that one? Dang, yeah, I'm, I really need to catch up on my Spider-Man. Oh, that one was a good one. That the animated one. That one was. Dang, yeah, that one was really good. The. Uh, because I feel like uh, the fact that it was animated was was fun, but also the story 
and the uh, the new Spider-Man Miles Morales. Oh, excuse me, sorry. Uh, I was yawning. Uh, in the um, I think because of the nature of that, it was like alternate Spider-Mans from different universes and stuff were coming together. I feel like they could explore and make movies or stories about each different Spider-Man, or or another story about Miles Morales, which more people would probably want to see. Uh, which they could do, and I'm like, yeah, they could do that, and it would work, and that's what people would want because it was right, a really good movie. Right. So that's one example of having a good setup for sequels or spinoffs and stuff, and it'll work. Uh, <laughs> uh my bad. I, I just like, I kind of explored Monsters Inc. I saw there's a cover image of like a Japanese version of Monsters Inc. So then I decided to just write Mantras Inc. Japanese. I, I, <laughs> I don't know why this happens every time that uh, I like search anything <laughs> Japanese, but I just, found, I just found a really disturbing image that I'll probably show you. Uh, I could probably send it to you in the Discord. <laughs> You'll find this interesting. <laughs> this just kind of just surprised me. I, I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> oh, that's pretty. That's pretty terrible. <laughs> that's it's like, uh, some person uh, that is body painted as Mike Wazowski with. I, this, this is just too painful to describe, honestly. No. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> he did not do a good job. That's that's all anybody needs to know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just glad that you know uh, he's only showing his back side uh, naked covered in green paint yeah. uh, and then yeah not his front side and put yeah, the eyeball that's horrible <laughs> eyeball on his back it's like that's uh, I wouldn't go to San Japan like that <laughs> <laughs> or Comic Con <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah the term was was uh franchise fatigue when they keep creating same thing with like all like all the call of duties or battlefields for example where they just have the same or right now like what they're doing with star wars for example they just keep throwing out but apparently it's that stuff's i don't know the shows i guess people are enjoying more than the movies though i really enjoyed uh, uh, clone wars like uh avengers Oh, yeah. Really, since that kind of came before, they started throwing Star Wars all over the place. With like eight different shows coming out at once and stuff like that. They were kind of, I guess, before that. So, but yeah, I hear good things about Clone Wars. I don't have the time to get started on that, though, so I'm not going to. Avengers. I'm seeing a picture right now that's showing the different games. That one was, yeah, one of them, Avengers. Or, not Avengers, but. Marvel movies in general. But then again, if they stay the same quality, that's not a bad thing, because Marvel movies, at least they are keeping their quality, unlike Star Wars movies. Where, like, where like each... Where I feel like each uh, Marvel movie is fun. At least every Marvel movie I've been to 
I've seen oh, other oh. than uh, other than Infinity War I enjoyed. And and uh, um, what was the one? Black Widow. That one was also kind of like it was a good movie. Yeah. Mostly. Oh yeah. Except there were a couple problems I had, like two problems I had with it. One was the obvious reason, since uh, spoiler, I guess, for Endgame, even though it came out, I don't know what, like 2018. <laughs> right, that was a while ago now. Uh, that she died. But it's like, why they make her origin yeah. story after she died instead of before they released it, which it felt pointless. It's like, it's like looking at a character's backstory after they're about to die in like an anime, for example. <laughs> it's like I don't care. <laughs> Why are I feel you like it did this come out. <laughs> I feel like it did come out kind of late. Yeah. <clears throat> kind of meant to see that, but yeah, I feel like it did kind of come out late. And you already, hey, maybe I don't know even enough. But <clears throat> a, a main issue I had with another issue yeah. I had with it is like seemingly she took a lot of damage in that movie. That I'm like. I don't think they established that she had like superhuman damage resistance, right? Like I don't remember them ever mentioning she was like very oh. durable because she she took some falls or some hits that I'm like a real person would die. Yeah, <laughs> would I get instantly that. destroyed if that had happened to them or like hit like where she gets like her back slammed onto things and I'm like she's not supposed to be like a superhero. How is she surviving these? <laughs> she's supposed to be like a normal yeah. person who has like martial arts. Who's like really good at like combat and stuff like that for like like if she's fighting an, a regular average everyday person like me for example yeah but not like she shouldn't be for example able to beat up thanos or anything <laughs> right. or be able to be taking punches yeah. from like a, a like a super strong like uh genetically oh, altered guy or something like that i'm like no that's unrealistic so that that kind of that was my main complaint about the movie it was like she yeah. seemed to be surviving stuff she shouldn't have been able to because she's not yeah. like Thor who's a god for example <laughs> an alien god right so I don't know that was yeah. some of those things like I just a problem with these like large franchises is they kind of start throwing away think they start just ramping up ridiculous things that they can do to try to top themselves <laughs> and they yeah, start throwing really away like realism or believability yeah maybe the logic is stretched just a little bit for certain yeah. characters and then when it comes to those characters fighting what's supposed to be a really beefy guy or, or a really strong boss or like really bad guy uh that like i feel like some stories they've kind of weakened the things that they proven to be strong about the characters yeah like just to make it kind of work out but like they, they don't want to just they, you know like they don't want to like just let the characters be naturally how they were before mm -hmm. right i mean i feel like sometimes they take away a couple of things yeah it, it is a problem when they do that and uh i guess another stuff like <laughs> could be like or like Fast and Furious movies. I've never seen them, so I can't really comment on that. Uh, a lot of those series where they just have so many different movies or shows and stuff like that. And it kind of, for me personally, I don't think I could be that invested in a uh, 
in a single world where they just make so many different iterations or like harry yeah. potter i guess they kind of did that but then again i feel like harry potter it works because oh, yeah. it's not like it, it, it was i feel like the world building allowed it to be as long as it was <laughs> so then it then it worked fine so for me yeah, harry potter, I mean, it worked out it was pretty good i mean that writer really is just a genius but <laughs> yeah yeah um I mean, that but, was that was really great but yeah, did I you see like this thing uh you heard about the the Lightyear movie that came out yeah nobody i, I don't think anybody uh, exactly expected it but i, I think everybody think might be excited it. for it yeah i think it's gonna be pretty awesome um yeah i want to watch it definitely yeah like it's kind of funny to me it's like it's not even exactly anything to do with toy story itself but like just to do with i feel like like uh like i think pixar kind of started something when they made this movie uh buzzier lightyear of star command when that's just kind of about like buzz's character and you see like outer space and uh like how, how his character interacts with stuff and fighting zerg yeah like i think that's uh, definitely where it started from and they decided to make an official big like uh real realistic looking movie about it and yeah. like i'm excited really it looks really world. good it looks like it's gonna be really good like crap yeah and apparently chris evans is uh playing buzz Lightyear. hmm I, did, I had no freaking clue until now. <laughs> I, uh, that's kind of cool. And that's another thing where I feel like the the visuals, and again, I'm going to say world building, <laughs> is very yeah. important. In, oh, for sure, yeah. How, for example, something we never really cared about in concept yet, like you said, that we didn't really expect that. Uh, yeah. Buzz Lightyear independent movie. I don't think anybody was asking for that or anybody expected that. But I'm act but I feel like it's I am hyped because because one it looks good the uh like the visuals the the What do you even call that? I don't even know the word for like the well like the animation of the, it or like Yeah, the, the animation, CGI. the image quality. It looks good. Um yeah. They picked a good song to kind of hype it up as well to like fit oh, the yeah. theme. Uh, what a good song to play for it too. Yeah, no, it was I'm interested to see how how they set up the plot and like and the world that I guess that there that this is going to take place in, and that's um, I guess the universe or galaxy or whatever. Um, yeah, that's insane. So that's something I am hyped for definitely. And I think it's because we also been starving for a good uh, sci-fi that wasn't yeah. Star Wars or Avengers. <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, what what a brand new sci-fi uh, Lightyear is going to be too. Mm-hmm. Like a very brand new uh, kind of sci-fi that could probably make up its own logic. Uh, yeah. I like how like I think a lot of movies and shows uh, like really do normally will do a good job of keeping up with their own logic sometimes they might a lot of times they might break their own logic though and either they're good at you know making sense out of it or they're 
or it just makes no sense and we're, we're always pointing fingers at it <laughs> I think that's that's also a really important thing when anyone makes a story is like you might have like you might like forgot this detail or just like keep in mind the way the world is working that you know in, in your story mm-hmm. like well he can't shoot lasers out of his eyes but <laughs> yeah I, I feel uh-huh. like when it comes to um, franchise fatigue or when they just keep churning out many different of the same many different uh, or new what's the word um, I guess new iterations of essentially the same thing like for example what they did with the Star Wars, Star Wars, and what they did with Call of Duty and stuff like that. I feel like the reason they do it is because they know people are gonna buy into it. <laughs> yeah, and it's because it's like yeah, because I mean, who wants to? I guess the who wants to miss out on something that everyone's gonna go to? <laughs> like that too. That so, too. so of course everybody's gonna watch the new Marvel movie, a new Star Wars movie, a new. Uh, what's the trendy show on Netflix or something like that. Even if it's even if it's not even that good, people are still going to kind of overhype it and all watch it cuz you know, I guess people like to all be doing the same thing to, so they can talk about it and follow the popular trend. And I feel like companies know that and that's why they don't really care for example creating Call of Duty games cuz they know that the Call of Duty players are going to buy it. Even if it's garbage, yeah. and they know it's going to be garbage, they're still going to buy it and play it. That I feel like, so, yeah, some game creators uh, do stuff like that, or they they know it's it's at least somewhat trendy enough. They they can be lazier on the story, or they can be lazily yeah. lazier on certain things because they know well it's trending. So uh, maybe they'll they'll buy it then. Or like uh, Madden yeah. game. Uh, NFL or like that yeah the Madden NFL games or uh, FIFA games where they could just keep releasing it's it's literally the exact same thing it's football football hasn't changed for what 100 years yeah <laughs> or like 50 right. I, I don't think it's 100 I think it's like 50 I think several esports that. games that come out and it's it's always you know football or soccer and it's like yeah and I'm like uh, of course they're gonna still pull, buy it because it's the same thing but it's somehow worse graphics <laughs> or something or worse mechanics or just somehow buggier and there's more microtransactions but I get it because oh, yeah, they yeah, add yeah. like the new athletes and stuff like that or they update the appearance of the older athletes because they you know aged and so they look slightly different or something like that I get that portion yeah. but but you're still they're still buying the same thing but of course they're going to buy the same thing because it's football I guess I don't know some like Call of Duty or a new Halo gamer a yeah. great example is uh, the game Destiny 2, where they keep releasing new uh, DLCs and overcharging for it. Oh, or yeah. Just, just to really. disappoint their fan base again and again. Well, I hear the new one's really good. I don't know. People keep buying into that. So maybe it's this time. But every time I keep hearing it, Destiny 2's finally good. Every new, like, update. And then people complain about it and stuff. I don't know. Either way, yeah. that's one example of people are just going to keep buying into what's familiar even if it's garbage <laughs> same yeah. thing with, you know the, the the latest star wars trilogy and 
uh, Call of Duty, Destiny 2. Um, yeah, it'll only just depend, right? Yeah. I'm surprised, like, uh, I feel like uh, Lilo and Stitch kind of did a unique thing. Because you have that first movie, um, then the story kind of, I think it's like after the first movie, um, it goes into like a little uh, story part where like it's uh, it's all about like, well, we got all the creatures here on that need to get captured. So uh, what are we going to do with that? And then a show came out. I, I never even knew. Like, I guess I, I saw some of that show. But I never really knew it was actually a show. I always I thought like uh, I saw like one or two episodes, and I thought it was a, a full movie. Mm-hmm. But no, uh, there's a whole show, and it's dedicated to that next part of the story of capturing all those things. Because it always confused me when I watched the actual uh, like second movie or third movie to Lilo and Stitch. I think it was the second movie, and you know they're saying like thank you for capturing all of the the things that were running around. And it's like when did that happen? <laughs> so I'm they did a movie to a show and then back into a movie to um, uh, point out their story so they have a really long story mm-hmm. uh, and I think the show is pretty good too uh, yeah, yeah I, I've seen only a, a few uh, things like do something like that um, or you know, there's this one show that really liked. Uh, what did I think? There's this one show that was on, it was on Netflix, and uh, man, it, like the world that they were building was just so cool. And they had a few other shows that were all according to the same world, and it was just kind of introducing new characters. Uh, but still, you know, like still got the original people there. Like the story kind of just kept on going and going. And there was a lot of hype for this movie that was coming out. Uh, and then it turns out that the movie just kind of broke all its logic. And I don't know, the movie really sucked. I mean, I, I really was, <laughs> I really didn't like how the movie was, but the show, amazing. I freaking love it. Uh, Troll Hunters. Yeah, I was skeptical. I was really skeptical, uh, like at first on the first episode, but like I started getting into it. And realizing, dang, the story is just getting really cool. Um, and like the, with, there was like two or I believe it's like two or three other shows that are all a part of the same world. It's just kind of like uh, kind of taking like different aspects of it, like like you said before. And it made that story so cool, but. And then it came to the movie, which just kind of threw everything away. But, yeah. I still love the show. I just really don't like the movie now. <laughs> because it only just kind of happens sometimes. It just that just kind of depends. Mm-hmm. So I know some shows that that have uh, built a lot of hype around making a movie as like kind of their last installment, and it turned out really good. Yeah. I just yeah. feel like every other day also got those that messed it up like how Avatar was like has been a really popular show and then they made a movie which just went against all sorts of logic 
mm-hmm. it broke so much logic in the actual show that uh, it was everybody hates it. <laughs> so I was looking more yeah. into it, and I guess looking into it more, I can see why, for example, people keep watching uh, Marvel movies or Star Wars shows or stuff like that is because although it's still Star Wars, it's a different character and a different like part of the galaxy, I guess. So yeah. I, I guess I can see how that, and it's a different story, so that's why people still follow it, because it's Star Wars, so they're like, oh, okay, interesting, let's look at it. And since it's a different perspective, people don't get tired of watching Star Wars stuff because it's a different story. It's just set in yeah. the same universe. And uh, yeah, same with Marvel movies, it's like you always get you're getting a different experience each time you or a different story. Yeah, yeah, that when they introduced the Mandalorian and then Boba Fett and Yeah, yeah. and then like Book of Boba that or Boba T or something, I don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> Boba Tea. Bubble T, yeah. I don't know, something like that. Boba gets Boba. Book Pretty of much. Django or something. <laughs> how yeah, see like that how that works because they are different characters different stories different plot lines that it works yeah yeah. i think they're kind of i don't know if they're connected or not i think they are but because they're bounty hunters or whatever but so i could see how that works because it's not exactly the same story it's it's just in the same universe but i feel like with dc movies the problem is it feels like they keep doing the exact same thing retelling the same story like how many times have we seen Batman's origin oh story in the past, like, 10, 15 years? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I mean... Like, they always keep restarting it. It's like, stop! Do something different! Right. Tell a new Marvel, instead of Batman, Superman, I want to see a character we haven't explored yet. I also just kind of have a problem with that. It's like, I never see... that They keep making more and more Batman, 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 but it's like, there's not that moment in, in time where Batman had to deal with a kid that, that he accepted which is robin you know and then like yeah there's there's only like the slightest amount of movies or shows about batman raising robin or batman and robin working together i mean or robin finally like taking off to go start the teen titans and everything like i feel like there's more just batman batman instead of batman and robin because there's just the old shows a Batman and Robin and then that's about it <laughs> mm-hmm. but, uh, yeah I think we've explored a lot of interesting subjects today you know I actually even uh, I've got like I keep on writing stories and I've got like story ideas it's like stuff I'm working on still but I know I've got like a few or I've got like either two or like three different stories that are all supposed to meet up uh, to make or are all supposed to meet up to this similar thing that's going to happen in all three of them mm-hmm. and like the characters of all three are going to like come together and it's going to be like uh, I've got like a like a certain story that's just like about all those characters coming together to stop this thing I think basically that's why that's part of what I'm doing in my my stories. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, 
But, um, yeah. I feel like today was a very good episode for this podcast today. Yeah. Uh, I know still working on uh, some things. You're, you're working on like uploading some videos, right? Yeah. Uh, I don't know what I'm going to... I might make a video tonight or something. We'll see. I'm not 100% sure right now because I'm still kind of focused on playing Elden Ring. <laughs> I might do a... I might do a a series on that if you if maybe you can watch it so you can get <laughs> you can see what Elden Ring is like yeah I'll probably watch some of it um, All right. I know I've got some editing to do uh, to finish up some videos uh, I know I've started some games uh, started playing a few new games even so uh, I've got I've got like those that are coming out uh, as well as like, yeah, All All right. Right. Um, thank you everyone for coming to the cafe dojo and checking out uh, our dojo today. <laughs> you can find me on uh, YouTube, the Green Ninja, the one and only. If you search the Green Ninja and scroll through several times. Uh, you'll find my channel on YouTube. And, uh, yours, Jacob. Oh, yeah, I'm just on YouTube. I am just Waffleski. Waffleski. I don't know how to pronounce it. I just made it up. I don't... It's kind of <laughs> like, uh... I noticed when I had my, uh, channel name, I'm like, wait a minute, that seems awfully familiar. Like, <laughs> it almost looks like Jablinski. Yeah. Jablinski. <laughs> like, uh, Jack Black's channel. Like, I... Maybe yeah. I unconsciously did that because, like, yeah, that's a good name. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I I'll know, change it another time. I don't know. No, it works. I like it. No, no I think it's a good. I think it's a good name. It's like part of your uh, your game name, right? But it's like kind of changed uh, from your your gamer name, right? So what? Mm -hmm. uh, I'm also on Instagram where I post updates on my channel. Uh, the Green Ninja official. So you you can check me out there. Um, so it looks like that's all we have for the Cafe Dojo as of today. So don't watch the terrible video on my because uh, it's horrible and it's terrible. But that's. <laughs> <laughs> we thank y'all for listening in today come listen in to the next podcast oh and also I think we're gonna or I'm planning on uploading these episodes more around like Monday I think they're just it'd probably be easier like to have these start coming out on like every Monday or something like that yeah, alright. So, yeah, anyways. Cafe closed. Get out of here. Goodbye. <laughs>